This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to my channel, and I'm very happy to have you here as usual. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation, and it's funny I say conversation because this is not a conversation, you're just going to listen to me, but that's cool. So today I'm going to talk about, and you, if you've been listening to me for the last little bit, you've probably noticed that I've been having this real kick with reading money books, and about mostly like money mindset, and I love it. I literally love reading about money because for me, before, I used to have a really shitty relationship with money. I hated budget sheets. I was in debt. I had this really brutal experience of just yo-yo, like, well-paying careers to entry-level shitty-paying jobs and, like, hating my jobs and loving my jobs, and I've done it all. And so recently instead of being at the effect of this yo-yo experience with money and money mindset, I've really taken it into my own hands and decided to find what resonated with me and just dive into it. And for me, what that is, is reading books about money mindset in terms of not how to invest money or understanding RRSPs. Like, those things are very important. I am 100% not discrediting that. And I'm actually reading another book right now called Dumb Money. And I'm learning about those things. But I really love when, when hearing things and when I'm reading about things that talk about law of attraction and money or just really looking at, like, how our beliefs really do form the reality and the experience that we have with money. And so this is why... A lot of my recent podcast episodes have had references to books and then I've elaborated on certain lines and certain words and things said in these books about money because it's just, I just find it really interesting. And I can honestly say that I used to think that if I go and learn about investments and I have a budget sheet and I do all these things, then I'll be good with money. But the thing is, nothing about that excited me at the time. But now things have changed because I started reading what interested me about money and that shifted my energy around money and allowed me to come up with new ideas for income or really tune into the kind of money that I want to make and the direction I want to go in with my coaching business. And so I can't stress this enough that if you're not enjoying your relationship with money and it's difficult and it's a struggle and it's cringeworthy and there's shame and guilt and just frustration all around with money, I really recommend looking at my channel and checking out the books that I've read because they have helped me so much and this is why I come on here and I talk about money books and I talk about what I learned and I share it and I elaborate on it because I just want to help people and the fact that I'm excited to use a budget sheet now and the fact that I'm debt free and the fact that I'm currently making the most money I've ever made like all of these changes just happened in the last like three months in the middle of a pandemic which is crazy so if it's possible for me it's possible for you and if you're hearing this right now this is your sign that 
you have the power to do and create whatever the fuck you want, whether it's with money or any other area of your life, you can 100% transform that. And it just takes finding what interests you the most about that area of life and finding what will excite you the most in terms of money and just run with it. That's it. It doesn't have to be complicated. And when you find what lights you up and you might have to try things you've never done before, then I promise you that you will have a breakthrough and you will discover how you want to live in harmony and operate with money and create that relationship that you want to have with money. So now that I've had this long five-minute vent about money books, today I'm going to be talking about a book called The Latte Factor. And this book is written by David Bach and John David Mann. And it was a great book. And this book was different because I've read... I'm reading currently still Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, and basically these were written back in like the 1900s and republished, obviously, and they're very old school. And I've read, you know, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, and she's absolutely hilarious. Like, I loved that book, and if you think you have a shitty relationship with money or you're ready to up-level the way you think about money, I highly, highly recommend that book. So this book was more of a story with embedded morals and lessons to learn, and I really enjoyed that. I actually read this whole book in one afternoon. That's how good it was, and it was a really easy read, and I still learned things from it. And so I'm here to talk about these things with you today and to elaborate on them more and just stretch them beyond applying it to money because these concepts are also applicable to life and I just love sharing new things with mindset because obviously it's going to help you too. So the first line that I read that really hit home for me and really inspired me and I think it's an important message to get out into the world is if you don't know where you're going, you might not like where you end up. And even this one line is deep. I'll read it again. If you don't know where you're going you might not like where you end up. And this is so powerful because, especially in the book, you know, the protagonist, she really questioned her life, essentially, (laughs) through this realization of that line. And even I read it, and I thought to myself, you know, for me, doing the personal development work that I do and just being really clear on what I'm doing with my life and where I'm going and my purpose and all of that is that I have a clear vision of, where I'm going to end up and where I'm going, at least the direction that I'm going. Obviously, I don't know everything, right? And so I want to ask you this, and this is, you know, I've recorded an episode recently on self-awareness, but like, this is it. Asking yourself, do you know where you're going? The question is not, where do you think you're going to end up? The question is, do you know where you're going? And that is a sense of direction. And I think this is really powerful because if you do have an idea of where you're going or even if you know where you'd like to go and you don't know how to get started, that's okay too because you're facing the right direction. And even if even if you're in a space where you don't know where you're going and this is like bringing up a lot of anxiety for you, just consider that not knowing where you're going, if you can get clear on where you don't want to be, that can also point you in the right direction. So even though I'm the type of person that really focuses on what you want, 
you know, where you're going, what you're doing. And I'm definitely somebody who will step away from saying like, this is what I don't want. This is what I don't want to happen. Like focusing on the negative. But the thing is, is that negativity is feedback. If you know where you don't want to be and you keep figuring out where you don't want to be, where you don't want to be, eventually you will figure out where you want to go. And that's really powerful. So if that's where you're at, that is completely fine. The other reason why I want to talk about this particular line, particular line is because this is painting the picture that if we are not intentional with what the fuck we're doing with our lives, there's no reason to complain at the end of the road because you just let life happen. Like there was no intentionality, there was no commitment, there was no effort. Again, I've talked about being an autopilot and this is it. And so if you know where you want to go, and even if you're still figuring that out, if you start going in that direction and you start doing the things that you love doing, you know, with, say if you're focusing on different areas of life with your health, with your with your wealth, with your relationships, like with traveling, with your career, with money, you start heading in that direction, then these the things that you want will pop up and it will come together like a puzzle. And I really believe that and I really want you to trust that process. And I really want you to be empowered that when you are intentional and you get clear on what you want and you go for it, there's absolutely no reason why you cannot succeed. And I'm laughing because I do say this a lot, like I really emphasize on having clarity and, t- and intentionality and knowing what you want and having desire, like all of this is what creates your life and allows you to be successful and it's true. I won't believe anything less than that because I know it's true. So yeah, I just really wanted to share this line and dive into it and get you to question yourself and your self-awareness and observe yourself and notice the emotions that come up for you when I ask this question. If you don't know where you're going, you might not like where you end up. And just notice your emotions. How do you feel when I ask you that question? Like, what thoughts come up in your mind? What do you see? What are you hearing? What are you feeling in your body? Do you feel tightness? Do you feel a sense of excitement? Does it bring you stress? Just notice these things. This is, I'm giving you an opportunity right now to self-observe and develop your awareness and question what it is that you're thinking. Because what you're thinking is creating the emotions that you are experiencing in your body right now. So if you want to shift the emotions, check what you're thinking. And consider if you're focusing on what it is that you don't want, how do you feel? And then consider if you focus on what it is that you do want, the direction you do want to go in, how does that make you feel? And this is really the power. Like us as human beings, we take actions based on emotion. And when we pay attention to being excited and knowing what it is that we want and being, you know, empowered and uplifted about the direction that we're going in, there will be a pull that will pull you in that direction. And if you've ever been in a situation or if you know people who do this or even yourself and if you live your life based off of fear, avoiding the things that you don't want, you're going to be pushed away. And that's really disempowering. So this is why I'm asking you this question. Like, what are you feeling? Shift your thinking towards what it is that you want, the direction you want to go in. Because if you head in that direction, you will like 
what you end up. You might even love it. And I want that for you. I think that that's incredible. And I really love this line in the book. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. So as the book continues, there is this really beautiful story of the author sharing the three secrets to financial success and freedom. And so I'm not going to be a spoiler and tell you these things, but I do want to talk about more about money mindset and just my own personal experience. And I have recorded podcast episodes in the past about money mindset. And I just want to share what I've learned from my own experience because this is like really this this line that I just shared with you before I really had money breakthroughs this year I definitely was in a space of I don't know where I'm going I don't know how I'm going to make the money I want to make and so it's pretty pretty fucking obvious that I wasn't where I wanted to be (laughs) to be completely transparent and so I think the biggest thing to look at when it comes to money mindset is paying attention to the beliefs and stories that we have about money and it's money is not something that people can avoid because it does you know essentially make the world go around like it's an exchange it's we pay taxes we buy food we get paid for the work that we do like it is a currency and a lot of people talk about money being energy and I'm not here to talk about the energetic perspective of money. I want to talk about the stories and the beliefs that we have about money as a society. And, you know, it really is a time and it's an opportunity. And I've talked about self-awareness and self-observation. But what are the things that you tell yourself about money? Like, is money hard to come by? Is it hard to work for? Do you believe time equals money do you believe that having an education or going to university or having a master's or uh you know a bachelor that that's how you make money do you believe that you know your your current circumstances will define your future or do you believe that you can recreate anything in any given time do you love money do you hate money do you enjoy budgeting do you not enjoy budgeting do you feel guilty when you spend money do you feel guilty when you receive it do you, do you love giving money? Do you love buying things? Does money f- always find its way to you? Like just being observant about the stories that you tell yourself and how you live your life with money. Even little things like if you think about, and I've heard some people who are very successful with money and they talk about this whole concept of treating money as if it was a friend or as if you were in a relationship with it. So then in that context, if you look at it, like, say, you know, money in your wallet, like, do you have a clean wallet? Or do you have a ton of receipts and just random crap in there? And then you're cramming money in there like it's not, it doesn't deserve to breathe or it doesn't deserve to have space. Or, you know, with with paying credit cards or paying debt, like, what is that experience like? Like, are you, in, are you in the experience of, like, this is a burden, like, I hate this? Or is it, like, I'm grateful that I have student loans because I have an education? Or I'm grateful that I'm paying for a mortgage because that means I have a house or a condo? Or, you know, if you have car payments? Like, there's always the possibility to reframe the context where people can see bills as a burden, but if you're paying for a bill, it's because you've received something on some level in return. 
whether that's a roof over your head, whether that's internet, whether that's a medical service, right? So it's so interesting to pay attention to what we make it mean when we spend and when we give money. And if you think about it, when when you buy, when you spend money on something that you want, like there's good feelings with that. And when you have to pay for something you don't want, like there's negative feelings with that. But at the end of the day, like money is a tool and it's really our perception of how we spend it and how we receive it that creates a reality that we live in. And so one of the really cool things with the book is that this girl got to go on this journey where she started out feeling like broken, helpless and trapped in her reality. And one of the really great lessons in the book that I loved was the whole concept that she believed that if she made made more money that her money problems would be solved but the truth is is that money amplifies things so if you consider the the current this girl's current circumstance you know she was not handling money well and so having more money means there there would have been more money not handled well and so it really is looking at the nitty-gritty of the current circumstances that will create the future wealth and future relationships with money and so I know that when there's tools that I use now like my budget sheet and just looking at like what happens if I spend money on buying a new laptop or you know spending money on a course or investing in a coach like I look at these things and before I it used to make me cringe because I was in this mindset of like I don't have enough I just need to make more but the thing is I started paying off my debt and making a commitment to that when I had less money and therefore now that I've increased my income like it's that positive aspect and that gratitude and that feeling of abundance is amplified it wasn't like I waited to make more money to be able to cause a shift in my life And this is so powerful and I loved reading about this in the book and I also love that this is something that has happened in my life recently where it's like if we're able to control and manipulate and benefit from and have gratitude for our current circumstances, like mastering that, then that opens, you know, the floodgates and law of attraction and energy to receive more money, which, you know, becomes more tools to do things the things that you want to do or pay for the things that you want to pay for to pay off debt and so really like take some time and ask yourself like what do you believe about money like how do you feel about it because money used to stress me out and money used to make me feel shitty and I used to be worried about spending money and I used to compare myself to other people and I used to have shame that you know at 30 years old I've been up and down with debt and now it's not like that anymore. I don't think about money that way. And and I think the biggest thing that I did for myself that made the biggest effing impact was despite the circumstances I was in, and this was literally four months ago of having an overmax credit card and not being able to go out for coffee because I literally did not have extra spending money, I believed to my core and I focused on where I wanted to be and no matter what was in front of me I had no evidence of how things were going to work out yes I was looking for a new job but I had no evidence that you know how quick I was going to pay off my debt which I did in five weeks 
or, you know, I had no evidence of like the amount of money I was going to make at my next job. Like there was just no evidence in front of me. It was purely faith and believing that with intentionality and focusing on where I wanted to be and trusting that process is what allowed the things to fall into place and fill the gaps. And, and really like I had trouble sleeping. Like I, it was a really, it was a really tough experience and things have shifted a lot. And it's because of my beliefs and stories that I was telling about myself or telling to myself. And I was, you know, believing like, I'm going to pay off this debt quickly. I don't know how, but I'm going to just continue to choose to believe that. And I continued to update my budget sheet. Even if I didn't like the numbers I saw in there, I continued to update my budget sheet and I continued to imagine more money coming into my bank account. And it's the stories and all of this that shifts the actions and, you know, really help us shape our self-worth and what we believe we can have and do with money. And so I just wanted to share this today and definitely encourage you to read the book, Latte Factor. And I know I only shared that one line, shared a little bit of what I learned from the book, but it was definitely something that I wanted to share because I think talking about money is taboo and people don't like to talk about numbers because we identify with it. And at the end of the day, money is just something we pass along. That's it. And if we think that money defines people in a certain way, it's because we're giving, rather giving that meaning or we're agreeing with that meaning that someone else has given to that person or that situation. So again, it comes down to self-awareness, self-observation. What are you telling yourself? What are you believing? What are your stories? What are you agreeing with or disagreeing with? What are your patterns? And just observe and question everything that you believe and question what would happen if I just fiercely believed in what I actually wanted to happen with money? What would happen? What would be, you know, the best case scenario? And if the worst case scenario is your current circumstances, then it's only uphill from here, which is amazing. And so take that time today to ask yourself, you know, the question that I talked about, where is it that you're going? Like pay attention to that. Where is it where is it that you're going with money? Where is it that you're going with your life? And if that's confrontational for you, I acknowledge you for sitting in the uncomfortability of it and questioning yourself and what you can do and to know that even just one step in the right direction is going to put you in the direction of where you want to end up. So trust that. So thank you for listening today and read the book. It's awesome. And share the podcast episode, subscribe, like, comment, leave a five-star review. Tag me when you share this and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. So until then, enjoy and I will chat with you in the next episode.